on the last episode of Adventure EXE. Be aware, the Yeti is close. I knew it, Blorpo. This Yeti's leading us to our doom. He's hurting us, man. His cat rations were tainted. You killed the Yeti. You you hunted it, you set a trap, and you killed an otherwise just incredibly powerful creature. Adventure EXE, episode number three, The Second Tingle. Yeah. I have I have three rules for this. Number one, don't burp in the mic. Number two, don't smack your fucking lips in the mic. Number three, don't look at me when you talk, Jeremy. Why did you turn into a like an angry New York nanny for a second? I don't hey, know. she didn't say anything Help about me. no pants. <laughs> yeah, it's so hot in here. It's like a swamp monster. Kay. Okay, so let me just quickly let's just restart really quick, just so I have options. I'm editing this shit after. Welcome to Adventure EXE. My name is Sarah Hager. I'm your host, and I play Paula, the half-elf sorcerer. My name's Carmen, and I play Iados, the uh, uh, tiefling rogue. I'm Matt, and I am the master of dungeons, the dungeon master. I'm Jeremy. I'm playing Blorpo, the human barbarian. So you all have just hit level two. Yay. Now, we restarted, right, like World of Warcraft, like our, our, our um, HP resets? No. No, come on. You we just heal. Add we heal. The, you, you, just, add. you add your new hip points. Okay, you don't hurt. heal. You don't get your slots back. I wasn't this hurt anyway. This isn't World of Warcraft, honey. This is real fucking D&D. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> no, I, I wasn't hurt. Believe me. <laughs> That's great. Um, so, Matt, first thing Blorpo's going to do is he's going to start taking the skin off the Yeti. Okay. He's going to... Uh, I already start, did this. No, no, but I'm just reiterating that I'm collecting uh, components of the Yeti. I know, his eyes and the teeth. create my uh, totem, path of the totem from the yeti he's going to be my spirit animal perfect sweet cool so i'd like to have a yeti basically tan hide for my barbarian now eventually. i have a question if he has a tan hide from a yeti that smells very very bad can his charisma go down no come on it doesn't affect his charisma it stinks. If anything you it said makes, it smelled like if anything meat. it makes blorpo more menacing but charisma is a is a it's a innate ability score it's if nothing I, to do with your smell i have or, a question yeah if i covered myself in shit this very minute and i no. sat here i would be a lot less charismatic than i would be normally uh no you'd have the same charisma but you would have disadvantage on certain charisma like seduction skills. Yeah, yeah like getting it ia maybe you'd be less likely to persuade somebody but your charisma itself would not be impacted what if i persuaded them to get away from me get away from me <laughs> get away i'm sh- i'm sure they'd be now, persuaded if you were rolling to impersonate the swamp thing you'd have advantage yeah swamp Indeed. hag so is that maybe what would happen to him i'm not trying to pl- i'm just playing devil's advocate yeah, well, I don't appreciate it. <laughs> There's only one devil at this table. And okay. He's the DM. Well, I would say it's our devilish uh, tiefling. Yeah. Oh, yeah, See? that's true. There's the, two devils the at this table. Man. The goat yeah. man. Yeah. All right, let's do it. All right. Paula and Iados are watching Blorpo skin the dead yeti. All right. Um, I'm watching close. And uh, you notice that the skies become overcast and it's begin to snow. Mm. Um, does it smell like it's getting colder? It did. Well, yeah. It yeah, smells, that smell. It's the smell of being high altitude and it's snowing. I have can a question. I, a good question. Can I do a nature check? Yes, you to can. To see if a storm's coming. While he is rolling that, um, have the Yeti's footprints like kind of been snowed over or are they just starting to be? Well, it's just starting to snow. So. Okay. Um, exactly. So my nature check for the weather to see if a bad storm is coming is 11. Okay. Um... You're not able to tell if a full-on storm is coming, or but you can tell the weather's turning. Okay, can I do a uh, survival check to track the Yeti footprints back to his cave? Remember the tra- uh, 
Treasure Cave. Yep. I so, remember. Matt, would you say that we're about three hours away from the city, like now? Oh, you're farther than that from the city. You guys spent uh, a whole oh, yeah. day traveling, right? I'm just, I'm just afraid that you're like a day's travel from. Well, here's my place. logic in my head. So here's what I think. <laughs> Strong Bobby. He, uh, he, he must have left the night of after we got his big old axe stolen from him, and by the morning he was dead by the Yeti. And if it's so close to town, then how can we walk all the way back there without dying? It's a snowstorm, you know? I'm saying it's too far back. Well, well you know, he was strong, Bobby. He wasn't smart, Bobby. Maybe <laughs> we can do a little better. <laughs> you know, in my, yes. in my book, Eat, Pray, Love, Elizabeth Gilbert says we must always move forward, <laughs> not backwards. And I agree with her on that count. <laughs> Okay, <laughs> there's a... Persuasion. Yeah, roll a persuasion check. Oh, damn it. That was an amazing that's pretty, that's pretty good. I got, a, I got 21. Oh. So, I mean, who are you trying to persuade? I'm trying to persuade them not to come back to Yeti Cave. I want to keep moving forward like to, Elizabeth Gilbert yeah. says. I, I don't have mastery over what they do. So. So, Who's you're, they? You're good, man. Oh, my friends. Two gentlemen to my left you, and right. You want cave or you want abyss? You're telling me this Elizabeth Gilbertson or whatever is would turn down a cave full of treasure? Yeti treasure. She says that material goods have no place in our hearts. Who's talking about material goods? I'm talking about coins, mm-hmm. crowns, jewels, I, I gems, uh, sapphires, rubies. Oh, actually, one of my ideals is lust for treasure. So Yeah, I think I'm it's more the, than a day, though. I, do, I, is it like, do we think it might be more than a day back to the cave? Uh, do you? I do. Paula does. He did track us for a couple days. Yeah. When you Lord chummed. going to point and say, look, look. Tracks disappearing in fresh snow. Let's go. Okay, fine. You know what? No, not fine. I want to go north. I want to go towards the stupid place. Who is that? <laughs> yeah, whose voice was that? <laughs> Help me. <laughs> I'm stuck in this woman. She ate me. <laughs> when you make a character, you got to commit. <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm you're, committed. You're Paula. I've been eating so much for the last three weeks. <laughs> Believe me. I'm trying like method acting. <laughs> Um, okay, so let's, you know, I rolled a 21. If you can get better than that, um, if you guys both want to go back, How you about, both have to persuade me. I'll, I'll do a contest with an intimidation. All right. All right, I got 21 for persuasion. So, I mean, I think you guys should talk this out because you're rolling dice at each other, but it doesn't really mean mm-hmm. anything. They have to look right? in each other's eyes. Yeah. This isn't... Oh, a 20. You guys roll dice to interact with my characters, not with each other. Right, yeah, that's right. <laughs> well, that's what my dad always said. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> Blorpo's going to cross his arms and go, Blorpo want treasure. Yeah. Uh, and I say, I want to go north. And then he's going to say, Yados, it's your choice, buddy. Yados already made his choice. Yeah, I want that sweet, sweet coins. Yeah. Look at Yeti uh, adornments Blorpo have. Me want more. Hold on a sec. A thought just occurred to me. Was it Strong Bobby that said Yetis have treasure? Yeah. Yeah, but what does that guy know? He knows what dirt tastes like. <laughs> <laughs> Lord guy knows like, how to be worm food <laughs> he, all right he's dead oh mm, no this this treasure sounds too too tantalizing for me to turn this yeah, down we have to try all right you know what i'll go with that I'll okay say, good i'll say you men are like brothers to me and i will try you get the next one <laughs> okay Oh, it will be a big one when I get it. D- Believe me. Believe me. <laughs> tell Blorpo to mush. Oh, no, we don't have a sled anymore. I can tell you to mush, but it won't mean nothing. That's but right. Mush, Blorpo, I guess, but I'm walking. <laughs> 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 
Okay, right. well, we start walking then towards the, the Yeti tracks. The the snowfall intensifies. Okay, okay. I'm going to roll a... Okay, I rolled really well. All right. <laughs> Just give me a second to do the math. I'm going to tell you. What is this roll? She's figuring it's traditional it out. to tell me what the roll is before you make it. <laughs> I'll never tell. It's um, it's like a track. It's a I guess survival because I'm tr- I'm um, following the tracks oh, in, in no, the snow. You have a navigator who's doing that. Already. I'm gonna do it too. Can we just? No, there's only one navigator. He's the party navigator. He makes the rolls. Well, fuck that. Okay, fine. <laughs> uh, I did roll like a twenty-one, to let you know. Well, nice. It's all that couldn't have been. That's okay. Great. Blurpo, you lead on, buddy. You work on your book, goat woman. Oh. Okay. Matt, tell us what happens. All right. So you guys are, you're following the tracks, but it's becoming more and more difficult. After an hour, you have noticed that the snowfall has become quite heavy, and so I'm going to need you to make another roll. Okay. This time with disadvantage. Survival? Because of the heavy snowfall. Can I assist him? This is a perception check. Can I open his eyes for him with my hands? In this case, it is, yes. Can I go like this? Oh, prize eyes open. I did good. Get on the mic. 15. That's a disadvantage? Yeah, look. Okay, nice. Okay, so you're still able to make out the tracks, but they're disappearing quickly. (laughs) I want Yeti home. So we're going to move fast. We're going to like do double time. Yeah, double time, goat man. So you're moving at a a fast pace? Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. Until it comes time for me to make another perception check. And then I'll stop. (laughs) Yeah. There, there's like this um, video of this big horse saying it's a little horse, a little colt, and it's going, and the big one's going, dun, 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 dun. and the little one has to move faster in order to keep up the big one, and that's what we're doing. We're the little horses. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Moving our little tiny legs real fast. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I'm the... Yeah. You're the big horse. You're okay. jog trotting. <laughs> I'm doing yeah. a canter or whatever. After another about 30 minutes of travel, um, you spot uh, the the... You still can make out the tracks very faintly, but okay. you spot that um, maybe 200 yards, uh, um, and it doesn't seem the tracks don't seem to be leading into it. But there is like a like an in uh, in cropping where it looks like there might be a cave. Oh, so it looks like it might not be the Yeti cave, but you see it sort of to the side. There is like how, a, how dark is it right now? It's well, it's, you're still in, um, it's still like early afternoon, but. Um, your vision is obscured by the heavy snowfall at this Ooh, point. Okay. And the wind is starting to pick up as well. We take shelter in cave. Yeah, I agree. Um, let's maybe maybe we can pick up a rock or something and kind of like indicate which direction the tracks are leading. So maybe when we wake up the next morning, we can, uh, you uh, know. What's on your character sheet? Let's see if we got anything. I got I got food, no more cat rations, but you know those kind of last forever. I mean, you could throw a rock in the ground; it's just going to get covered up by snow. I'm going to try to make a mental picture. Like, like um, Cam Jansen? <laughs> yeah. At this point, there's no longer a ch- like a check required to know that there's a storm coming. The storm's already starting to hit. I right. have, uh, as an outlander, a staff. I'm never going to use it. I could just plunk it in the ground and point it towards, towards the direction that we came from. Yeah. Okay. Let's okay. do that. That's a good idea. Go to cave. Right, I'm going to stealth up, Matt. Plus three. Whoa. 23. All right. 20. All right, so you you um, quietly move up to the cave, um, and it's already very hard to see. So if anyone was watching, they wouldn't be able to see you pretty much at all. Okay. And um, you come up to the the cave, and you notice that there's actually a um, like a on the in, you you walk into the cave a little bit, and there's actually like a, a wall that's been built with a door. Oh. Mm. Wow. So there is there is a, a door to this cave. Um, what kind of uh, craftsmanship does it look like? Can I do a history check or something? Sure. See if it's like dwarven or if it's something like that looks like from town. 
19. There's nothing exceptional about the craft work of this this uh, facility or whatever okay. it is. Yeah. Um, looks plain. I motion to the goat man. Mm-hmm. I tiptoe over. Check the door. It's all right. This doesn't look like the Yeti cave, though. There hopefully be some treasure in here. Should I cast a tech magic before we go in? If you want. Okay, I've, I've, yeah, I'm going to cast a tech magic. Okay. Uh, are we using a spell slot? Yes. Or is it a ritual? Oh. Um, it's 10 minutes for the ritual. Use a ritual. A ritual, yeah. We're going to kind of cram our bodies in a little bit. So 10 minutes passes without incident. And um, at, when you cast detect magic, you get a couple, you get... Um, Pings? A ping coming from... Who's carrying the envelope right now? Me. Coming from the envelope. Ooh. Um, so Yados is... Uh, the envelope that you're given by the monk is I'm not impressed. giving you off a glow. And you do feel a very, very slight tingle as well, but you can't tell where it's coming from. I know exactly oh. where it's coming from. Oh. <laughs> oh. Is it Saturday night? You bet it is. <laughs> okay. Um, can I tell what kind of magic it is? The, the second tingle? Um, the second tingle. That's, my, that's what that's my book's like called. Your, your, yeah. That's <laughs> my per- book's called The Second Tingle. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder what the first tingle was about. Oh, my God. <laughs> Don't worry about it. A very, very slight tingle of illusion. Ooh. Ah. Coming from the uh, letter or from the door? No, not from the letter. Or just from somewhere. Oh, yeah. perhaps the door is an illusion. <laughs> well, it's not coming from the door. It feels like it was more like coming from very faintly within perhaps our friendship is an illusion <laughs> okay um let's try to get in it's getting Blorpo cold out feels worried all right mm-hmm. lorpo doesn't like magic and supernatural things mm. so um uh, i guess we should open the door what do you guys think give it a try maybe we should knock it's polite mm, that is polite but my way is sneakier i'm gonna i'm gonna walk up to the door okay and i'm going to test it to see if it is locked it is not locked. I motion to my companions for w- but one moment, uh-huh. and then I open the door and I want to sneak inside. Okay. 19. All right. So you quietly open the door. It creaks just the tiniest bit. What's Is it uh, lit inside? It is. You see light oh, coming from inside. So Blorpo can see because he's human. So I'm going to also stealth up behind him. What's inside? All right, so you look inside, and the first thing you see just peeking through the door is a like a roaring fireplace. Oh, is it? Does any warmth come off of it? Can we feel it, or is it that you're illusion? too far from it to feel it? Okay, so I have a I have a feeling I'm a magic user. Okay, I've been around the bush a few you're times. You're a sorceress. This isn't my first rodeo, honey. And when I see that fireplace, I think it might be the illusion. I'm scared of this place. It's gonna be like Pan's Labyrinth, where all the food is not real. Can Blurpo oh. feel heat coming from the room? Um, you do feel some warmth coming from the room. It's, uh, you know, coming towards the door, kind of escaping outside. I make a motion towards Aedos and I'm like, what, what is, what is this? These are hand signals. I don't understand. <laughs> He's eyeballing me. These are, this is weird. I'm just going to go up to the fireplace if that's okay with you, Blorpo. Yes. Good plan. And I'll walk up to the fireplace. Okay. And I'm surveying the room. Is, yeah. What else is in this room? Is there like a high backed chair, a, um, uh, you know, a reclining nude, <laughs> reclining nude, a, a, a bottle of brandy on Ooh. a side table, Ooh, a shoe full of Baileys, All right. a bear taxidermied. <laughs> uh, I'll tell you what you see. All right. So you enter the room and as you look around, sort of scan, you see there's a, a small doorway. Oh, there's a um, there's a set of bedrolls, multiple bedrolls on the floor. 
and there's the big fireplace it's in the middle of the room you know those ones with like the it's like uh it's like a chimney that goes up right in the mm, middle of the room yep. most uh notable it, there is close to the fireplace there is a table <gasps> with three people sitting slouched over face oh, down on the table no. two humans and a dwarf this is like my nightmare mm. and they are not moving hmm. okay i'm gonna use my mage hand to poke one of them oh nice okay. so Slurpo will have his axe ready i'm gonna poke the dwarf okay he doesn't move do you know how i spelled dwarf once i spelled it dwarf <laughs> on my last character sheet is embarrassing <laughs> no Lorpo will check to see check for a pulse in their neck to see if so they're you'll alive get close you feel no pulse on all of them yeah how decayed okay. are they? Flip their heads back and take a look at them. Start inspecting their body. Investigation. Okay. Well, do I need to roll something? or? Yeah, can give I... me an investigation check. I'm going to do a medicine check if that's okay. I'm going to investigate their pockets if that's all right. 14. <laughs> 14? Yeah. Okay. And what was your medicine check? I got 11 for medicine. Okay. All right. So what you guys notice is that um, all of them are have, like their faces are kind of blue. Oh. And with close inspection, you notice that there's like purple marks around their necks. Strangled. Mm. Yeah. I'm what kind of a out. check would it be to see what, what strangled them? Was it a snake or a rope or hands? Uh, yeah. Give me another um, investigation check. 18. All right. Um, from what Blorpo can tell, it seems like hands. So I have a question. Big hands? You're not 100% sure. They seem like normal side hands. Do any yeah. of them look like they've been moved back to the table? Or have they just died at the table? You're not able to tell. Because I think it's very strange that three people having dinner were all strangled the exactly same time without any sort of... Like, I look at their nails. Is there any sort of, like, matter under them or hair or blood? Um, You don't see anything. So, like I mean, that. but all of these people, let's say, either time is frozen or they're all strangled at the same time by someone who's invisible or someone... It just makes no sense. Maybe they let a group of people in. Is there, it, is there's right? one knocked over cup, but otherwise there's not a sign of too much struggle. How does the food look? How does the food? It looks like sort of like plain, like from a can kind of thing. Is it rotten? Uh, no, it's not quite rotten. It looks like these guys were not too long ago murdered, maybe a couple days. Okay. This knocked over cup. Is there still liquid on the table? Uh, it's sort of like uh stained. How it's is like, the fireplace? It's still like going? wine stained. Yados and Blorpo, you guys are digging through their pockets and whatnot, I don't and you and you find that they're actually each of them is carrying a dagger. Oh. And one of them has a letter, like an envelope stuffed in his pocket. Is it the same as our letter? No. Okay, mm. let's open it. Let's mm -hmm. open this baby up. Yeah. All right. Who's the smartest? Oh, you are Yados. Yeah, believe it or not. By one. That makes sense. The letter is written in Dashtali. I speak common, Elvin, Dashtali. I hand it over to Paula. Okay, it's very short and it says, Beware the listeners, trust no one. And it's signed, Meave. Hmm. <gasps> <gasps> Meave. Mm. Now we're pretty sure she killed um, our our monk guy, right? Yeah, I'm fairly certain that's the case. He was stabbed, though. Yeah, now, she seemed interested in him when we told her about him. Did we ever see who Meave went and hung out with when he, she left us? Did we did we like catch a glimpse of them, or did she kind of no. leave? No, she just beat it. Yeah. Is uh, we're gonna pocket the daggers? Sure. Um, do any of them look of uh, exceptional quality? Mm, they all look quite plain. Let's look at the door. I want to look at the little door. Okay. Oh my God, it's a swamp in here. So you open the door and... I have a question. Sure. Why is the fire still on? That's a good question. It's been like two days. Does the fire actually give off heat? It, it is giving off good. some heat, yeah. Something else in here is an illusion. Maybe is there anything uh, else that uh, like, so is uh, yeah. person-like? 
that anything else that went that it could be like person like like a like a chest or like a something that could be mm, an illusion as a person that's a hard question to answer i mean there's some furniture in here and there's some anything human sized uh nothing really that's like human sized like no lamp or no also why would they just be waiting for us with dead bodies Seems really weird i mean there's so you've got the fireplace you have the bed rolls you've got like um there's like a couple cupboards the table there's a big like um like a like a ram skin on the wall and then there's also like that small door that i mentioned how many bed rolls are there there's four bed rolls okay I'm gonna, I'm gonna go look at the bed rolls and look under them see if there's any dirt or snow or I'll anything i'll inspect the lambskin Okay. Or the what did he say? It was what kind of skin? A ram skin. Ram skin. Um, I'm gonna. You know what? Let's start with least threatening to the most. Okay. The so door is uh, fucking scary. I'm gonna hold the axe and then grab the ram skin and pull it off the wall and see if there's anything behind it. All right. So you pull it off the wall and there's nothing. There's just wall behind it. Touch Does it. it look like it's something that's warm? It could keep us warm. The ram skin. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. I'll Put keep on your inventory, bro. I'm gonna keep the ram skin. Okay. Number two. You know what? Instead of looking at the... No, I am going to. I'm going to move all the bedrolls. Um, you, so you kick through the bedrolls and you... Um, there's just people were sleeping here. Is there any dirt underneath them or snow or anything? Um, there's some, a little bit of like dirt. I'm trying so hard to be like Sherlock Holmes. I'm not smart enough. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So let's look at the door. Number three. Uh, there's a bathroom inside. Oh. What? Bathroom? In a, in a high fantasy yeah. campaign? Well, setting? it's like a... It's like a... Basically, it's like an outhouse. There's like a pit. It's called the e- shit bunker. Yeah. Use its name. It's like a hole in the ground. Ooh. But it's just, it's separated by a door. Ooh. You don't like that? For a little bit of Ooh. privacy. I'm a barbarian. I'm an outlander. I, I go outside. Is there a rock nearby? A rock? Uh, no, there's no rocks in here. Yeah. What are you going to do? There's a dwarf. Toss it down. There's a dwarf. We can throw the dwarf down there. Yeah, will he fit? The door into the, the I'm poop hole? I don't know, maybe if you cut him up a little bit. Guys, <laughs> a man has now died. Three men have died. Is there anything apparent about these corpses? Anything other than the strangling? Um, Are their necks broken? Are they all... I'm just... I'm not piecing it together yet. Do they have any money? No. No money at all. In fact, aside from the dagger on each of them, they're like... None of them have any possessions on them. They've all been robbed. They're either initiates that have been like attacked and killed. You know, like, oh, I want to join a gang. I'm a rich boy from the suburbs. How long does your detect magic last oh geez louise let me Use just that. check yeah thank god you've got that oh sweet sweet jeremy gave me a tablet to keep no not to keep <laughs> just to use for oh, the game sweet jeremy <laughs> i'm gonna play lots of games like the ones you play concentration. okay so when I'll, I'll say this when jeremy removed the ram skin from the wall yeah you see the wall tingling mm. behind it oh it's the second tingle Blurpon knew it so i'm gonna use my mage hand to, to kind of like nudge it all right so your mage hand goes right through the wall. <gasps> okay, I'm going to use my mage hand to now drag down to see if this entire thing is an entrance. It, it looks like there is like a big sort of cut in the wall. All right, let's get our, let's get our keisters in there. I found the second tingle. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. And then she says, follow me, boys. And she disappears into the wall. Paul is about halfway in and she gets pushed violently backwards. And a man almost fully naked, erupts out of the wall, <laughs> oh, no. like long, scraggly beard. And he's like, ah, 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 and he starts running for the door. Uh, okay, let's like, grapple, I, grapple. I'm going to tackle him. Uh, yeah, give me a, uh, a, a grapple check to catch him. So I just add my strength modifier? Sure, yeah. 19. Oh, All yes. Right, so you restrain him. He's naked almost? Almost. He's got like a loincloth on. 
Is he um, a muscular individual? Does he look like he could be nomadic? Is he crazy? Is he an old man? He looks like he hasn't eaten in a couple days. But okay. otherwise, he seems fairly... So, Blurpo's just going to sit on him. Like, middle age. So this is the owner of the fourth bed roll. I'm going to try and uh, get a sense from him if he seems like he's gone wild and killed his other party members. Sure. Give me a check. What would that be? Uh, insight. Oh, God. That is... Eight. He seems unhinged. For sure. Um, I'm going to cast friends on him, the cantrip. I don't know if that will calm him down, but it will make him... I'll get advantage on charisma checks. Ooh. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's a good idea. Is that a cantrip or what? It's a cantrip. Okay. So does he have a resist? Um, it says... No, it just says I have advantage on charisma checks directed at him. Okay. Bing. So oh, charisma Pretty away. straightforward. Yeah. So um, and he... So you he's, he's starting to mumble things, but you guys don't understand him except he's speaking Dashtali. So I you, understand So him. Paula understands him. Okay. So I'm going to roll um, a charisma check. Okay. I guess, I guess a persuasion to calm him down and tell us what happened. Okay. That'd be fair? Yeah. Oh, I rolled so good. Yeah. <laughs> right. That one was good. The first one. So I got 21. Wow. Okay. Wow. So he... What do you tell him? I, I say... Oh, slow down, mister. We're here to help <laughs> you. I'm Paula Undergun. So he um he he's kind of like uh you talk very slowly and that's a that's a good tactic because it kind of calms him down a little bit and he's mm -hmm. like he's like uh, please don't don't hurt me don't hurt me please okay with my persuasion still intact I'm like we won't hurt you uh, and she puts her hand on his shoulder just like you know like a dad says congrats to his son. <laughs> Y'all know that, right? Gives it one squeeze. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Then it gives him two squeezes. Ding, mm. ding. He's like, ah, please, water and food, please. Does he know that a spell was cast on him? He um, will at the end of it. Yeah, at the end of it, he will, okay. unfortunately. I'll put the I ram skin around him. I didn't really okay. need to do it, but I did it, okay? And I don't take it back. That's fine. It says, um, when the spell ends, a creature realizes you use magic to influence his mood and it becomes hostile towards you. Oh. <laughs> All right. I How long he, does it last? One minute. Okay. So basically, uh, Blurpo's just like... <laughs> so what I'm going to do in that case, I'm going to, before I give him the food and, and water, uh -huh. I'm going to say, what happened? Still a minute. Hasn't gone by yet. It's a cantrip. You could just keep casting it on him. I don't think you can cast on the same person twice in a row. What, does it say that? You can't cast on a hostile creature. Well, you cast it on him again before he's hostile. I don't, think that's, I don't think that's how it works. Loophole. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Somebody out there is like, what the fuck? That's not how it works. It's 59 <laughs> seconds in, just cast it on him yeah, again. Just keep it going. Yeah. No, that seems so wrong. It's Mike so Merles right. is listening. He's like, I didn't design it like that. <laughs> <laughs> he shoots himself in the head. Yeah. He's like, one bullet. What's up, Mr. Merrill? <laughs> just enough. <laughs> um, I... Uh, I, I mean, I don't. I like sh cheating the game as much as anybody else, but I don't think that's how it works. No, it's not. I don't think works. you can cast it on. Oh, I think as soon as the spell drops, I'll have to drop the spell in order to cast it again, and it becomes hostile the second I drop it. Yeah. And so when I can't, I don't think I can cast on a hostile mm -hmm. person. So that's my analysis. So you have mere seconds to ask him a question. I don't give him food and water yet, though. So I'm gonna. So I ask him what happened. I say, what happened? <laughs> She's talking so slow, wasting valuable <laughs> seconds. So yeah. he's like, um, 
a man came. We took him in from the cold, even though we were told to trust no one. If only we had listened to her. Okay, the spell ends. (laughs) All right. He becomes hostile towards me. Witch! He starts calling you a witch. He's like, witch! Witch! And he's like shouting at you. Okay, so I'm going to pull out the food and water because I know he's desperate. Uh Nothing works better than to make friends is some food and water you gotta believe me all right I give him some food well i don't even give it to him I just hold it out i'm like um i say friendship he glares at you and snatches them from your hands okay but he calms down a little bit right yeah he starts eating and drinking okay that works like desperately yeah mm. it's a way to a man's heart you starve him for two days and then feed him you've lost his trust i don't give a shit all this right. guy is dirt under my feet what did he tell you Oh, yeah. She says, he says that he and the three others were here and they let in a one stranger, even though Maeve said not to. She had like a stroke or something. Yeah. <laughs> what is going on? <laughs> um, that's what she says. She goes, uh, Maeve told them not to and now they're dead. What did he look like? I say, what did he look like? But I use the, the tongue of his, whatever is it called? Dash Tali. I use Dash Tali. He just glares at you and keeps eating. Is he so, still? So Blorpo will say it again. What did he look like? And intimidate him. He doesn't understand what Blorpo's saying. But he understands intimidation. No, no. Okay, so I say you better tell him or he's gonna get angry. Oh, you don't want him to get angry. <laughs> Twenty. He's a traumatized man, and you've scared him again. But he um he starts to describe uh this person with um a very fine large coat with a big hood and lots of fur like a big sort of like heavy fur coat with like a big hood over it and you could he said you could barely see the guy's eyes and he had um he had like um he describes um like um sort of like blonde like flowing hair did he have ice tips no but you kind of i don't know he's you can almost feel like the like the the image of this guy has been burned into this guy's mind the way he describes it i i have a question i say how did he kill each of them by strangling without them fighting back um and then he uh he glares at you for a moment and then he's just like witches oh so he the guy must um, cast a spell or something like the implication is that there's some sort of magic at play yeah Mm -hmm. i understand Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, can we stay here tonight? It's nighttime. Lord Post shudders. You're going to ask this guy's permission? Yeah, I guess so. I'm going to say, I'm sorry about before, mister, but I, I had to calm you down to see if we could help you. I'm sorry I cast a spell on you, and I promise you, if you let us stay the night, I will not use magic again. You have my word as a woman. <laughs> so this guy just seems to be kind of bitter, and he's like, what choice do I have? Yeah, that's right. Okay. So, yeah, good. So uh, I say, what would you like us to do with the bodies? He's like, I'll bury them. They were my friends. Okay, good. It's Storm out, but yeah. he never the fuck he wants. I don't want to dig into that hard pack. Right. No. So he, um, he uh, drags the bodies to the sort of like the outside entrance and leaves them there for now, and then he'll bury them when the storm dies down. He seems uh, quite unsympathetic. Oh. All right, so you guys have decided to stay... Uh, overnight yep. in this uh, little cave hideout with a slightly unhinged uh, man who saw his friends being murdered. Yeah, are we going to take turns like watching this guy? Yeah. Because yeah. I don't want to get strangled e- myself. Either that or we could just tie him up. 
No, I don't think we should. Let's be friends with him. Okay, yeah. well then let's take turns watching him. I mean, let's not. I mean, we could pretty much like they'll burn our bridge, our very last bridge. I I need the bodies. I need as many friends as I can get. Blurpool will take first watch. <laughs> okay, and I'll just sit there sharpening my axe, looking at him. Okay. So and he seems to uh, be resisting going to sleep, and he's just, he's watching you just as much as you're watching. I could him. cast sleep on him. <laughs> Good. What do you guys think? He'll kind of probably know. No, we've already like. He didn't, oh, sorry. Him. didn't oh, sorry. like it when you cast magic on I him. I promised him I wouldn't do magic, and I'm not going to. So when my turn's up, then it's somebody else's turn to go. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I'll w- wake up Aedos. Uh, Aedos. What? Come on. It's time for you to watch the crazy man. All right, fine. How's he doing? Uh, He's still crazy. He can't understand us, can he? I'm going to sleep in your bed. You got it warm for Blorpole. Oh, great. You're welcome. Move over, goat man. And I'm just going to engage this guy in conversation, knowing full well that he can't understand me. But I'm just going to be like, so, uh, where are you from? Give me a uh, a charisma check. (laughs) I can do this. I can do this. Oh, nat 20. Wow. I am so personable. So, despite the language barrier, you and this guy sort of strike up a a, a rudimentary friendship uh, where you both kind of are miming at each other and, and... um, speaking without words, and it, you've—it's a real, you know, human moment of a bond between the two of you. It's like that Star Trek episode where Picard is on that planet, and he can only—he has to speak to the guy using metaphor. And he's—he's um, he's so like—he's uh, so taken with you that he—it um, seems like something like a, a light bulb switches in his brain, and he like all of a sudden he's like points to the wall where he was hiding, the secret panel. Oh yeah, and he he stands up and he like beckons you to come over with him. I'll follow. All right, so he um he goes over and he reaches in and he pulls out a bunch of stuff. <gasps> cool. And he says something like you can't understand mm-hmm. what he's saying, and he's he uh, opens up a bag of coins, gold coins. Now we're talking. Yeah, and he um he pours it out, and divides it into two piles and pushes one towards you. Old man, you're all right by me. So and you I... get uh, 20 gold pieces. <laughs> you live a charmed uh, life, Carmen. I want to look at the minting of the uh, gold pieces and sure. see, like, do can I tell where they're from? Sure. So uh, it looks like the majority of them are from Dosh to Call. Okay. With, but there's a single, like a, like a dwarven gold crown in there as mm-hmm. well. He starts miming to you um, to explain, give me a... Uh, a, a Insight check with advantage. All right. Uh, 16. Okay, so what you gather based on his like hand gestures is that he and his friends were thieves. Oh, yeah, okay. And um, this is their hideout where they stash their stolen goods. And so he's uh, he's letting you in on that. He's basically, he's like, well, my friends aren't here anymore, so let's split it. Nice. You guys came and sort of saved my bacon because I would have starved in there just hiding forever. He could have gotten out. Yeah, he he would have probably eventually, but he he likes this guy. Mm-hmm. I just he don't, senses I a don't get it. What's not to like? <laughs> yeah, I'm devilish. Uh, okay. Well, uh, do I have anything else that I want to mime to this guy about? Um, yeah, I can think of one thing. 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, some visual description. I just did a jerk. Oh, she gave me the thumbs up motion, and Jeremy <laughs> did. Uh, he gave me the a okay motion. Yeah. And that's what happened here. This is a PG thirteen podcast. Yeah, if my brother's listening, uh, then I'll forever. call him Blorpo for nothing. <laughs> oh. All right, go on. I'll dig my fingers into Paula's back and try and wake her up. Okay. She rolls over. She's actually awake. She's looking mm. fresh. Startled me. <laughs> In real life. Okay, so she wakes up. She just like kind of rolls over, kind of like rolls her head over. And she's like, and she just gets up. It's your watch. And then I plunk myself down and go wistfully into dreamland. Do you sleep in her bed? Yeah. Oh, it's real warm. Mm. It's sticky. It's not <laughs> sticky. Oh. It's like covered in sweat. So the, the, <sighs> the mood of this guy sours as soon as Paula gets up to take a watch. But he's so exhausted, he falls asleep anyways. Okay. I feel like I don't need to stay awake if he's asleep. <laughs> Maybe I'll just... <sighs> so Paula goes back to sleep. Don't fuck this up, Paula. <gasps> I'm awake. Be, be awake. Stay awake. <sighs> <laughs> Give me a con save. Just try and keep your eyes open. <laughs> oh, I got real good. I got 20. All right. She is she's such a good... She's a very strong yeah, will. That dude could come through the front door at any time. So she manages to stay awake. Yeah. And keep that she does. All right. All the right. next morning comes around. Morning rolls around. My turn to DM. <laughs> <laughs> you, Things are going well. You still hear the sound <laughs> of a blizzard outside. Seems not to have died off yet. There's no no bird sounds. <laughs> 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 okay, so um, is there any food in here? You still We're hungry. Now you didn't lose your rations in the great sled falling of. No, the no. the sled was empty. Okay, yeah. so um. Yeah, you've got rations, and um, your friend, uh, or maybe not so much a friend, he um, gets some um, uh, like a tin of food from the secret compartment. Starts chowing away. He doesn't offer you any. He just kind of looks at you. Okay, Blorpo wants to go outside to see if the storm's gonna let up. Because he's gonna go a little cabin crazy. I'm All gonna right. eat my ration. It's a normal ration. Oops. Twelve. When you open the door, immediately snow and wind starts to burst inside. And uh, it's like white out. Okay, close it. Yeah. So I want to get Paula to translate for me to this uh, old guy a bunch of questions I have. Okay, so I sit down with him. He's on one side, old man's on the other side, and I'm in the middle. All right. It's, like, it's like a date. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a really oh. awkward date. <laughs> I want, uh, I'll say, um, can you describe this guy what strangled your friends? Uh, so he uh, reiterates the um, the sort of like the the big uh, hooded coat with the fur, and um, he mentions blonde hair and dark eyes and okay. f- and fair skin. I uh, tell um, Iedos that that doesn't sound like um, strong Bobby, does it? Mm-hmm. Okay, strong, uh, I, wasn't I didn't think bald, so. Bald? Or am I wrong? Yeah, yeah. yeah. He was like a carnival strong man. Strong Bobby almost looked like a like a seven foot tall baby. Yeah, yeah. I didn't think he had it in him. I just didn't want, like, you know, Strong Bobby to have, like, a super dark side. (laughs) Boy. No, Um, it definitely wasn't Strong Bobby. I then ask him, um, tell me a little bit about Meve. How'd you uh, come into a a relationship with her? Uh, So he explains that Meve is uh, a part of their little thieves crew. She also is a thief. And she she uses the hideout sometimes too, and but um, they haven't seen her in a while. She wasn't staying with them when the attack happened. How come she told you to trust nobody? 
Uh, we don't know. I don't. I have no idea. She obviously learned something. Oh. But we're not sure what. Uh, and who's li- who was listening? Who's listening? <gasps> listening? What do you mean? In the note. I I produce a note and show him. Oh, the listeners. He's like, I didn't understand that part. The the listeners are harmless. Uh, and he's like, oh, you're foreigners, of course. The listeners are, are the, the priests of these parts, who uh, the priests of the di- the divine whispers. Not the monks. They call themselves the, li- the listeners. These are, these are like the priests. When did the note come? Like, when did these guys die? I'm going to ask him. She sent the message with an animal messenger. Oh. And, and it had arrived maybe less than a day before the attack happened. So I'm going to use my brain. Mm-hmm. Boo, 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 to calculate if that was around the same time she killed that monk or was that before? Uh, it would have been a little bit before the monk died. Uh, Blordpo says, ask him how he escaped. Uh, so he says that when the guy showed up, he was in the bathroom. Oh, he had like the and spicy was, shits. Yeah, exactly. And there I, was, I ask him, was it the spicy shits? There was only a few minutes between this guy coming in and the murder happening. And the, yeah. and then he, once he sort of like waited it out, he moved from the bathroom to the secret compartment and just waited it out. Um, so I'll say to Iados, so he hid like a coward while his friends were murdered. He hid like a sensible fella. There ain't no way he could have taken out something that took out three of his friends. <laughs> this guy's like... This That's for sure. He Look can't at understand him. them. I don't, I don't translate. Look at him. Oh, okay. Well, then... He's puny. I don't, do not translate this conversation. Look at Blorpo's muscles. Look at them, good man. <laughs> then in that case, we're They're, just talking about Blorpo's muscles. They're rippling. <laughs> you, you want to touch? I... Well, you actually, yeah, I kind of yeah, do. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, touch, I touch his muscles. Yeah. What does it feel like? Is it spongy? Like a sea sponge? <laughs> no. They're like... Memory foam. It's hard like a barnacle. Oh, yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to ask him a question of my own. I say, did Meeve say anything about a monk? What kind of monk? I describe him and say, monk, bluish, cold from the north. Oh, one of the silver cloud monks. Uh-huh. No, she didn't mention anything about one of those to me. Why are your eyes lighting up, mister? Because I know the stories about them. I've ne- never met one myself. Go on, go on. I, I don't know what else you want me to say. She never mentioned that to me. Well, what are the stories? Pray tell it's a night, a cold, cold night, and we need a story to rock us to bed. That these monks come and, and they are, uh, each one of them to unto themselves, a, a, a powerhouse, a, a real, like a, almost like a, a force of nature, that they have divine mystical powers and incredible fighting prowess well in that case what what kind of creature could kill one of these by stabbing i've never i don't think any man could kill a, a silver cloud monk so i say to my friends i'm like he says the the silver cloud monks are are strong as heck they're a powerhouse i don't understand Lord Post just like nodding and smiling <laughs> i don't understand how someone could kill them with a dagger that seems so strange to me maybe it was one of these uh listeners oh yeah I ask, I ask him, I say, are the listeners strong? Well, the listeners are pacifists. They're, they're men of peace. They listen only to the will of the divine whispers. Ask him where we can find some of these whis- listeners. Um, so there's, there's listeners. They live in all our communities. Uh, there's many in Dashtukal. There's, there's pilgrims who, who make journeys all, the, all over the land. The listeners, they're all, they're all over the place. They're a part of our culture. I say... What's your name, mister? I can't believe, you know, I think it's almost rude. 
as an international woman that travels the world, he doesn't know how to speak common. Mm-hmm. I mean, wake up. <laughs> it's the second century, honey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah you should just slap him i don't but i'm like i'm personally insulted so you're the you're the equivalent of offended that like you go to a foreign country and then being upset the person doesn't speak english yeah that's exactly what it is <laughs> so paula's got a small mind well i mean she's from a you know <laughs> industrious nation oh god wow. the melting a pot. world a world power perhaps <laughs> <laughs> so uh this guy says his name is taco so i go Blarpo and point at me. And he goes, Taco, and he kind of makes fun of your the way you talk. He's and then like, I, I don't get it. And I'm like, Blarpo. <laughs> and this guy's like giggling to himself. He's like, Taco. <laughs> he laughs. Iados. Taco. Yeah, nice. And I just go, This guy's all right. I just like go, uh, I say, Paula. He nods. <laughs> I've earned his respect. <laughs> I'm truly one of his people. His grudging respect. <laughs> so we kind of like let's all kind of um, convene on the side of the room, kind of like huddle like a, mm-hmm. a football team, you know? Okay, boys, we gotta figure out what we want to do. We're at a crossroads of our lives. Do we want to go back and learn about the listeners, find out about the monk's murder, or should we go north and deliver the envelope? Just like we promised and we're somehow magically compelled to. I think we should go to this uh, Silver Cloud Monastery. I mean, going back to the the city, we already kind of, you know, acted a little suspicious when the monk died. And that's, you know, backtracking. Yeah, Elizabeth Gilbert says never go backwards, always move forwards, remember? Hey, she seems like a real smart lady. Let's go north. All right, we're going to go north. Right. So we we make a plan. We stop at Yeti Cave for treasure. I don't think that they dictate it to the north. Treasure. So we want to keep going north to the um, monastery. Okay. So as soon as the storm lets out. So the storm is starting to break slowly. What time of day is it? This is day two, right? Yeah. So you're about noon right now. Is it? I think we just go. What do you guys think? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So you guys decide the the storm has broken. And you guys have decided to head off back out and uh, resume your journey to the Silver Cloud Monastery. All Will right. we make it? Will you make it? What's going to happen next time? We'll find out on Adventure EXE. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait. Stay tuned for more episodes of Adventure EXE. Subscribe to our podcast on iTunes and like our Facebook page. You can pick your friends, you can pick your nose, but you can't pick your friend's nose.